right, let's do this. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town and good evening Joy is always fly. Aaron and Bob with folks don't get identified by the divine reason and the unreasonable makes sense that announces because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? Feeling like I need to cuss out a cop. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I feel like I need to spit in one's face. <laughs> that song is fucking corny as fuck. Dude, that's it's- just boomer porn. It is it really, so cringe. Everything about it is it. fucking boomer porn. One, uh, like one hundred percent, most basic. That, did, they, did they not have stepsisters fifty years ago? <laughs> God damn it, Josh. <laughs> Dude, the uh, you know what's what's really fun about all the like the woke culture though, and promoting all like minorities and all that shit. Is it turned black people into being just as fucking corny as fucking shit like this? Like, have you ever noticed how black people aren't cool anymore? Because they're like, the news is trying to tell you how cool they are. So, like, it makes them just automatically not cool. It's like just as exactly as uncool as this song. Like, I, I think I see your point, but they used man, to be counterculture when we were in the definitely- 90s. It's definitely more cool than whatever the fuck this was. Like, this is okay. just horrible. Think how cool, like, Tupac was, like, and Biggie. <laughs> and black people in the 90s, yeah. how cool black people were in the 90s. They have, how how far ye have fallen, black people. <laughs> you you got to get, <laughs> you got to get the news to stop being on your side or you're never going to be cool again. You're going to be just as fucking cheesy as this bullshit. Yeah, when when the when the news is giving cred like credibility to how good of a citizen you are as a rapper, like oh my yeah. god, <laughs> 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 what a heartful and touching soul he was. <laughs> Everyone agrees. Uh, if you have any tips how to make black people cooler or how to make uh, country music cooler, where where could they call to tell us that? You can leave your tips at 1-833-666-911. Again, that is 1-833-666-0911. Just the tips? But I, I, I doubt anyone has any recommendations for that, though. I just no. I don't see anyone coming up with one. <laughs> it's a lost cause. I've got an educational journey for you guys today. This is almost oh tailor-made for Josh. I had a tailor-made topic for Josh. Yeah, wait, too. seriously, you, you, did, you didn't hear Bob's clips, or, or did you hear Bob's clips earlier? The, I, it'll be hard to beat. Josh, is it your birthday? What's going uh, on here? Actually, almost. But <laughs> nice. I'm really upset that I don't know any of your guys' birthdays in the whole group. Like, I don't have any of that information, so I have no idea. I keep mine a secret, and I think 
only Josh and Brandon have figured it out. Good. We do. <laughs> Don't uh, know we how. have just a, a secret birthday uh, episode for Josh then here. Perfect. As we have all Taylor made topics <laughs> for him. Well, is yours a personal attack on me? Because Bob's is. <laughs> no, it's actually not. This is actually oh. legitimately just kind of the type of i i feel like this is the type of thing you'd have like an autistic girl telling you over like poor animation like and it'd be like oh my god fucking like science or what dream right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i wanted to talk to you guys about the american government what mm. form of government are we a constitutional republic Democratic Republic? Is there a difference between the two? It's we're we're technically a uh, let's see here a representative democracy, but yeah, that and then combined with a uh, constitutional republic. Nice, good. Yeah, although you can kind of with the with the whole constitutional republic thing, where you have to be tied to a document like there's a usually a document or a constitution that you are your lawmakers are tied to and clearly that has not been the case for a very long time <laughs> so i don't know how much of a constitutional republic we really are anymore right no i understand in theory we are in practice it's a little different if if we're not a democracy then what what are we fighting this war in ukraine for are we fighting for some other country right I'm confused that's the thing. Well, <laughs> people always say we're a democracy, and then everybody else is like, "No, we're actually we're a representative republic, and or a constitutional republic." And then this goes on forever. And I was thinking about that and how dumb it is. And so I wanted to actually nail down what kind of government we are. So I got the the greatest source of all of wisdom on the internet, Wikipedia, and decided to start looking up different kinds of. Uh, Different kinds of government. So let's start with the ones that we're, we're definitely closest to. Because these are real forms of government that it definitely, definitely describes America. So this one we aren't, but hopefully someday we can get to it. But I'm going to go over a direct democracy first. Okay. And that is a form of democracy in which the electorate decides on poli policy initiatives without elected representatives as proxies. This differs from the majority of currently established democracies, which are representative democracies. So basically, if it was a real democracy, we could like, we could just like say, hey, let's make this a law. And then like everybody just does a vote on their phone and like majority wins. 51% just wins all the votes. Right. That's an actual direct democracy. But it sounds like it bypasses some constitutional restrictions as well. It's just more free to just kind of vote on whatever. Yep. There's no, you're not tied to any kind of document. It's just whatever the majority agrees on at any given time. That's what goes. That doesn't really exist as a government. Um, never really has existed. It's kind of a theoretical government. But people always like to try to pretend that we're a democracy. And we're we're not. That's It's not a real government. That. The ruling class has never given up that much power to the random peasants. 
Nor do right. I think they should, honestly. Well, may, maybe maybe one day all of us will have access to uh, IDs and the internet, and <laughs> yeah. we we all can vote. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of the ruling class will give us that that it's, right. It's definitely an inherently uh, <laughs> racist uh, form of government because black people don't know where the DMV or how to use the internet. <laughs> so let's go to our uh, let's go to our real our real one. We're a representative democracy. As we kind of established, we really don't follow the Constitution anymore, not to the level to be even be called a constitutional republic. But this is an indirect democracy, which is most types of democracy that you know. It's a type of democracy where elected people represent a group of people, and that's kind of what we have, where we elect representatives to re- represent us in our government. and And they represent the will of the people now do you guys think that wait so no i, I you're missing steps. No, so I when they represent us okay <laughs> um when they represent us what in what form are they are, are they then having their own mini democracy and then voting on everything or is it more like the the united states executive and legislative branch branches where there are kind of two different tiers or different two different types of um actually deciding on things um, they. I don't, that I don't doesn't, think the the two tier two tier system like we have with Congress and, and the Senate. I don't think that is like a key component in the definition of representative democracy. No, I I mean I mean legislative and executive. So like oh. the, say say the Congress and um the, you know reps and Senate are voting on things. The president is not just voting on things to decide things. There are different types of ways they're representing us, the people. Yeah, it doesn't matter because the way it's structured is that so like how we're structured is we have the House of Representatives and the Senate and the president are all elected, the elected representatives. And then the uh, like Supreme Court where it's not elected, but they're elected by the guy that we elect, which is weird, but they're supposed to be bound by the document that we ignore. Um, so they're kind of a joke. You know what I mean? Like that they ignore, not us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the document, they're only there to be the guardians of the document that we're not supposed to supersede that we do all the time. You see what I mean, Josh? Cause so that's, uh, that's almost part of that's, uh, the judicial branch is like the, it's the constitutional Republic side of the, of the, of our government that, barely exists anymore does that make sense i i I think you're trying to get to a point here no you were asked a question i thought i was trying (laughs) no okay yeah yeah so okay you understand um (laughs) yeah yeah no we we can we can move on (laughs) yeah so sassy josh now do you think josh (laughs) on a scale of one to ten a representative democracy where the people elect representatives that enact the will of the people on a scale from like one to ten how accurately does that describe the United States? I mean, I, I think enact the will of the people is a very uh, dubious way to describe it um, in that, that that's not how any sort of representation is going to work. Uh, but uh, insofar as they... Um, I love the slave mindset that he has, that, that he <laughs> thinks that representation... <laughs> can't possibly work where it enacts the will of the person being represented. 
Josh, do you just hire a lawyer no, and that's, cross that's a, your no, fingers you don't go to prison? <laughs> like, what do you think you're... Re- oh, I hope he's on my side and isn't trying to send me to jail, but I guess I can't really rely on representation on that, at that level. Oh, uh, no, no, it's... Okay, I, I th- I'm thinking of it as like a marketing thing. Like, it's it's uh, definitely my best interest because the commercial told me to have that third Big, big, uh, third big Mac. That That's what I mean by uh not it's not really representing my interests but they do well enough to get reelected uh so they've convinced me that they're doing their job that's that's all i that, want to know that's the level of representation of 10, that's happening how represented do you feel by your representatives come on spit it out josh uh, th- <laughs> three and a half <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's actually, I was going to say, I was going to say between two and a half to three. (laughs) Okay, okay, I got you, I got you. Uh, Two for me. I think I'm a two. Yeah. I I feel, so, so I I feel, that's where I got to that point. We're looking up trying to figure out what America is as a government. And if I'm only feeling represented as a two, I figured... We could look at some other forms of government, mostly science fiction governments that don't exist in the real world. Just so you know, I have to put out that disclaimer because the Internet told me that these do not exist. (laughs) Wow. Are we a communist state? Because it hasn't been tried for real. (laughs) Now, uh, this is an now let's go over oligarchy. Now that's this is just a conceptual form of power structure. It's not real. It's just a concept in which the power rests with a small number of people. These people may or may not be distinguished by one or several characteristics such as nobility, fame, wealth, education, or corporate, religious, political, or military control. Oh. <laughs> well, no, but that's that's why we have the different between difference between um uh, government agencies and the private sector um, and why there's not crossover between the two because we don't have this form of government. Yeah. So now, since we don't have this, con- uh, clearly we don't have this conceptual form of government where only a small group of powerful people run the government uh, in the, you know, to represent themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because uh, Bob's not doing his job. <laughs> on a scale from one <laughs> <Sorry>. to ten... <laughs> How much does the definition of an oligarchy feel like America to you guys? So I feel like the CEO of General Mills and Tesla and Apple have um, a remarkable level of influence over public policy. But that's just because of the lobbying structure that is inherent in any constitutional democracy, right? (laughs) And, And how would it be inherent? Yeah, it's where, in the Constitution. Where, we're, we're allowed to lobby. <sighs> I would say because, so in my opinion, because, since we're not all sterilized and eating the bugs yet, I would say that it's really only, they're only represented at a level of like a seven. I would yeah, say they're say like a seven or eight. Yeah, they're they're up there, but they haven't gotten to just be allowed to murder us in the streets yet. Like that's, that's where you know it's hitting a ten of the oligarchy. Aaron, didn't didn't you see the BLM peaceful protests about 
rioting, I'm, I'm sorry, peacefully protesting the government shooting people in the streets for no reason, just killing people, killing civilians. That's just that's, that's just a parade. That's just a parade for <laughs> oligarchs. That's okay. how they do. That's like their fireworks is watching the peasantry fucking throw Molotovs through their own businesses. <laughs> I'll say, I, I will say um, with regards to the oligarchy uh, argument, um, I, I do feel like my uh, personal BlackRock fund manager who uh, <clears throat> elected the, the newest CEO of Pfizer um, is definitely representing my best interests more than my congressman. So... Um, just, just if we, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe like a, a four or four and a half uh, so far as representation goes in, in this system. Yeah, the probably the fact that, th- well, we'll get to this. We'll get to this because we're gonna. Let's, <laughs> so we're we're getting closer. I think we're closer to an oligarchy than we all agree. We're closer to an oligarchy than a representative democracy. Right. Right. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, here, here's another completely made up sci-fi government. A uh, a technocracy is a form of government in which decision makers are selected based on their expertise in a given area of responsibility, particularly with regard to scientific or technical knowledge. This system explicitly contrasts with representative de- democracy, the notion that elected representatives should be the primary decision makers in government though it does not necessarily imply eliminating elected representatives. Decision makers are selected based on specialized knowledge and performance rather than political affiliations, parliamentary skills, or popularity. Aaron, I don't, I don't know if you heard the good news, but Joe Biden cured cancer. I think we're onto something here with this whole technocracy uh, argument. Well... What the, you know what this reminded me of the second I read this one? I think that we're farther away from this than an oligarchy, but it completely reminded me of the New York Times bragging about the cabal of like Google execs that uh, did rig the election, but it, that but how it was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this kind of like I feel like this is a a big one, especially with like COVID and stuff like that, like seeing COVID you know, in hindsight and everything like that. But they specifically say based specialized, uh, based on specialized knowledge and performance. Whereas like the performance aspects of that qualifiers completely non, like not taken in, into consideration in our, in what we experience in our government. Cause it's like, Oh, they have a, they have specialized knowledge because they have like this degree, but they're actually just retarded. Right. Hey, Tim Tim Cook deserves every accolade for the iPhone, the perfect piece of technology, <laughs> the most optimized piece of technology. I agree. <laughs> that's the that's the thing is that they say uh specialized and then they even have are this is their their heads are so far up their own ass to say uh used to signify the application of the scientific method to solving social problems. Nope. Uh we don't use the scientific method for science anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Every social science let alone to use it. Be trusted to use it. Yeah. yeah. I actually have something to talk about a little later this episode and using the scientific method for social problems. But uh, I, th- I think you can guess how, how uh, what the outcome is. 
So now, I don't think we're a technocracy. I would say we're a three on the one to ten scale for a technocracy. I just thought it was a fun one to talk about because this is like, A, the one of the most evil fucking governments you could end up having. Uh, B, their qualifications for who would run it. If we had to decide those qualifications today, be whoever had a degree and it would be asinine because those people, as we've gone over ad nauseum are all just bought by corporations anyways you know what i mean like they they don't the the school is like just a pyramid scheme at this point i feel like they try to trick the public into thinking a part of like our agencies are a technocracy like the fda and the epa and like agencies like that i think it's they use this this in like lower forms of the government that don't have representative powers or constitutional like powers. They use it as their advertising for what you should think. Like, yes, Oh, we're like, only oh, telling that- you what to think because this technocracy over here of uh super smart people have decided for you what's best. And you're not an expert. So you should just believe them. Like, <laughs> yeah. but they don't really hold any power. They just, you, they use them as their advertising. Yeah, my my big beef with this is that they say based on specialized knowledge and performance rather than political affiliations, parliamentary skills or popularity. And everyone knows like that's not all three of those are used with every appointee with everything because you have people involved. The the people that think that they're above that are so fucking retarded. It's insane. Like, oh, I'm not swayed by popularity. I just happen to believe every single thing that uh, my party line has told me to believe. Uh, that, but that I came to those conclusions on my own. It, imagine how quickly you would want to kill yourself if, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson was, like, put into a... That, that's who I wanted to bring up. Because he always said, I want a, I want a society that is governed by logic and reason. For one... Yeah, with the, the fucking platonic philosopher king. <laughs> People's... Uh, the whole logic and reason thing drives me <laughs> insane. Because, like, here, here's, like, a logical thing. For, um, if you're following logic, and that's the only thing you're following, this is how, like, all the, uh, the robots kill the world movies start. Because it's... Um, the robot comes to the logical conclusion that in order to save humanity, they need to reduce the population to like 50 people. <laughs> you know what I mean, like uh, <laughs> yeah. to keep them safe from themselves. It's logically the only way to save human. If we want to drop the crime rate by 51%, well, we just have to kill all the black people. I mean, logically, it makes sense. I, <laughs> in the long run, for the greater good, you know, it'll just be insane shit like that. That's clearly like fucking heinously evil. Is also logical. Logical has no morality. That's why it's like a fucked up uh, form of government. And they and these people don't have a concept of morality, so it's just fun to listen to them fucking sniffing their own farts, talking about their technocracies that are never going to happen. So <laughs> I, I think I think there is uh, th- thinking back through it. I think there's an argument for some aspects of the technocracy. So uh, part of the description was, was something like. Um, having specialized skills and knowledge. And I think a lot of the, uh, well, internet hardware software these days can be summed up to um, kind of hidden specialized skills and knowledge. In that, um, so there's, uh, think of Amazon Web Services, which hosts and runs 
the whole internet. Um, and think think of um, you know how, how many of those companies would have the capability to uh, not rely on Amazon web ser- web services and just run their own server farm and maintain that all themselves. It's not necessarily that it's an impossible task. It's just that the knowledge base is being centralized into this one organization and these few people. And similar to just running the internet uh, in general and um, kind of, well, everything that goes into that. And I I think there's a certain, and also the influence that internet has has on everyone's life, phones, uh, and then, you know, phones, computers, um, everything being smart devices that are now black boxes of technology like no, nobody knows what's actually going on inside um, or the general consumer doesn't most most general consumer people don't understand what to do with computers they just know one application with a few buttons or they don't use the internet they just go to Facebook and TikTok and that that's it that, that's that's my argument for the technocracy having some validity in our current uh, doesn't day really world. though because what it what it is is so you take those genius nerds that do all this, sh- all that shit. The the guys that are actually geniuses inventing shit, and no one's going. Let's make them our leader. So I actually right. want to change my. Well, it's it's let's make the, the what they represent. So like, it's not like Tim Cook is doing this. It's not like fucking Peach Eye from. No, Google I know, but that's. It's, but that's what we're talking about with the technocracy. We want the lead engineer at some company that's okay. actually inventing I, I shit see, be I the see. leader. So I would say a technocracy is actually a one because the next form of government that is also not real that we're going to talk about would be the Tim Cooks of the world running it. And that is a corporatocracy. And that is an economic, political, and judicial system controlled by business corporations or corporate interests. Um. So, you know, if we were in a corporatocracy, I feel like we would have, I don't know, we would probably allow, like, gigantic lobbying groups to be able to pay uh, donations to our politicians and our political parties in order to sway uh, their voting, and, and they would hold, like, massive influence. But I don't think America is probably a corporatocracy. Of course, this is a fake form of, this is not a real form of government, guys. We're just talking science fiction here, but... uh a scale of one to ten, uh, corporate interests. How how do you think the government? How, how much of the government, on a scale of one to ten, is solely there to represent the interests of corporations? Uh, considering Lockheed Martin hasn't hit a trillion dollar market cap yet, I think this is <laughs> fictional. <laughs> I, I'd say like six to seven on the ten scale. <laughs> I, I would go like an eight. Yeah, I think like there, it's up there. It's, it's up it's there over five. Yeah, I think it's uh, on the other side of the bell curve on that one. <laughs> oh, that sucks because I really was hoping that we'd be closer to representing the will of the people rather than the will of the corporate structure. <sighs> yeah. What a, what a shame. What a shame that Edward Bernays is, uh, has passed away and he isn't here to convince us that we the corporate interests are the same as our own interests. Although I, I do think. <laughs> Corporate interests would run the country better than, say, a technocracy with like Nikola Tesla at the helm when he's the guy who fucking fell in love with like a bird and like <laughs> and died <laughs> yeah, alone. Yeah, run a corporation. Yeah, like, there, there's at least some sort of structure or uh, some of the p- tangential incentives benefit the country in some way. It, yeah, in somewhat. Yeah, as long as it's not taken to like such an extreme. 
but would you guys like to hear about another fake form of government and we'll see how how closely to america this sounds a bankocracy (laughs) (laughs) wait oh no there we go (laughs) it's a term referring to the excessive power or influence of banks on public policy making it can also refer to a form of gov- government where financial institutions rule society. Hmm. I mean, the, the Fed is not technically a federal agency. Can I can I give my number out of ten right now? <laughs> <laughs> is it six million? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Almost wasn't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> between yeah, between a nine and eleven. <laughs> between a thirty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. man i mean i think we're getting closer to hitting the nail on the head right yeah it's very similar oh, yeah. to the corporatocracy where yes there's extreme influence yes there's extreme uh you know in bed withness uh between organizations but it's um it's kind of just another facet of that uh where, where the banks have their their side of influence the corp- corporations have their side of influence and they all get bailed out in the end see i think the with the there's almost like government is almost bo- so far below the banks. It's like under the bank's umbrella that it's like they don't even need the government to re- like they represent the government. The government doesn't represent the banks. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like flipped. Yeah. I mean, the U.S. dollar is a, a big deal for the, the global economy. For the time it, being. It'd be a shame if the if the U.S. government weren't to act in the best interests of the U.S. dollar. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so, like, yeah, it's, it's it's almost like it goes bank, then, like, government, then corporation. Whereas the corporations have to appeal to the government, but the government has to appeal to the bankers before they do anything. They have to, like, they have to ask their banking overlords if they're allowed to do something. Like... I don't know. The last guy that tried to like make a new currency, the greenback, uh, he ended up with a fucking bullet in the back of his head, like immediately. Uh, so, of course, done by a southern racist, and it was all over slavery. And it had nothing to do with the fact that he was had made his own currency, breaking away from the global banking system. That that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> nope. Well, we didn't globalize until uh, after World War II, when the U.S. Navy. Uh, protected shipping rights. Yeah. Come on, Aaron. What do you have, have you did you just skip history class? Um, yeah. I, I think but, I, you're convincing me that the the bankocracy is pretty uh, The world didn't talk to each other until the invention of the internet in 1985 by El Gore. <laughs> Before that, the uh Bank of England and the what was it? The Dutch trading what's what's the fucking English trading company there the well there, there's the dutch central bank as well the yeah east, east india companies east um, india company that's what i was trying to think of jesus i can only think of the one from skyrim <laughs> which is just the it's so pervasive <laughs> as a historical thing that that one yeah. from skyrim is just the east india trading company like <laughs> uh it's funny i love that the ones in skyrim they're so powerful you don't even get to be a part of that group they, even yeah. Skyrim knows that a magical <laughs> man that can kill the emperor is still not allowed to be part of the fucking East India Trading Company. <laughs> I never thought of that. 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, let's not go crazy. You know, you could you can kill a couple thousand dragons, but let's. He's not going to get to be invited to the East India Trading Company dinner. But, but Aaron, I'm getting I'm getting the impression that you're not done with this segment yet. What possibly could outdo uh, the bankocracy? One of my favorites. This is one of my favorites because this is also a very made up, very made up form of government. But it's a kleptocracy, and this is a government whose corrupt leaders use political power to expropriate the wealth of the people and the land they govern, typically by embezzling or misappropriating government funds at the expense of a wider population. It literally means the rule by the thievery and is a term used synonymously to kleptocracy. What one feature of politically political based socioeconomic thievery is that there is often no public announcement explaining or apologizing for misappropriations, nor any legal charges or punishment levied against the offenders. Oh wow. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we just found our uh, former government, gentlemen. Kleptocracy. Well, if, if, well, hold on, hold on. No, on a, this is uh, this is funny. Kleptocracy is different from plutocracy, which is a rule by the richest, and or an oligarchy ruled by a small elite. In a kleptocracy, corrupt politicians enrich themselves outside, secretly outside the rule of law, through kickbacks, bribes, and special favors from lobbyists and corporations, or they simply direct state funds to themselves and their associates. Also, kleptocrats often export mu- export much of their profits to foreign nations in anticipation of losing power. <laughs> ten out of ten. Hey, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Nancy got all of her um, net worth from investment funds and not from uh, government funds. Just to, to, to clarify this for the people out or, there, no, or kickbacks, no kickbacks, like whatsoever. No, didn't, didn't we explain lobbying is constitutional? So that's not like unexplained or outside the rules. <laughs> Well, the key word is secretly. I'm sure she's opened her books to show you exactly where all of her money came from. A hundred percent. Yeah, as as we've learned from the whole, as we've learned from Donald Trump, uh, from that whole situation, it's that um, every Democrat has been extremely uh, transparent and open with their tax returns. (laughs) Yeah, I I would assume so, at least. (laughs) Yeah, they love they love showing their tax records. The best thing ever. So. yeah, I think we're I think we uh, are a little closer to a kleptocracy where we uh, the the entire purpose of the government is to extract as much wealth from the populace as possible into themselves and their uh, political allies' pockets. And they have no no loyalty to nation or land, only to the only to extracting wealth. I mean, this in light of recent events where, what was it, uh, I, I think someone in, like, the House of Representatives or, like, the Senate was asking, it's like, where is all this money going to Ukraine? Like, ha- like where is it being spent? How is it getting that's, to them? That's and a all good this question. Stuff? And they asked for, like, oversight on, on some, of, some of the spending to Ukraine. And they're like, no, absolutely not. That'll compromise the security <laughs> of, of our operations there. <laughs> I showed yeah, you guys it's, that it's video very, of that fucking okay. chick. They had the chick sniper in, in Ukraine. Like, they're doing specials in Ukraine right now that are so... Just look, we'll watch any of the news stories with an open mind and see if, if any of this is a realistic scenario. 
And like that, it's like clearly just a gigantic money laundering scheme at this point. Well, I'm pretty sure that it it is an actual war. It is a bloodbath. But it's like you know, if they're showing like women snipers, I didn't, I don't think I saw that video. But if they're showing women snipers, that just tells me they they've run out of men to recruit. No, 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 Bob. There, Ukraine is winning. Ukraine is winning the war. And this girl is known as like the killer of Russians or oh, the Ukrainian this clip. Joan yeah, of Arc. Okay. Jesus and Christ. She's just been dude, she's has like done I like her eyebrows are done. Like nice <laughs> and like trimmed and like colored in and like she's wearing makeup. And I'm like, guys, this is not that's not what a person that's killed like 30 Russians with sniper fire looks like. That's not real. <laughs> she looks like an Instagram thought. <laughs> yes. That's what they did. They got an Instagram thought and just pretended she's a sniper and gave her call, call just started. Hey, you're going to be the Ukrainian Joan of Arc. All right, go and scene. Like it's insane. Can we, can we start a, a TikTok dance trends of, uh, to the song, drop it. Like it's hot. Just teabagging dead Russian soldiers. <sighs> I'm yeah. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that was that too terrible? <laughs> All right. A little harsh. A little well gun to your head, Josh. What kind of government are we? Uh, I was more convinced of, by the bankocracy, uh personally. Um I, I think there's uh a, a modicum of uh corruption oversight and not infinite non non socialist taxes in our country, so uh, the the bankocracy is where I, what I'm sticking with for the the most representative of our our real world experience. Yeah, I think between bankocracy and uh, the kleptocracy, I I think is the the go to combination here. I feel like our like our nation is run as like a kleptocracy, but the world is run as a bankocracy. There's like a bankocracy that runs all the other governments. Yeah. So like ultimately we're a bankocracy, but like. All the other governments are just like these parasites that will do whatever the bank tells them as long as they can keep suckling the wealth from everybody. Yeah, I just hope one day that uh, we can become a democratic bankocracy so I can personally (laughs) reelect Jerome Powell. Oh, you don't need to, Josh. All of your 401k is uh, being invested by BlackRock and they'll vote for you. So you're fine. You're a representative. Oh, thank God. All right, that, I think that does it for that one. All right, do I have a treat for you guys on this next topic? Josh, this one is definitely for you. <laughs> what do you guys know Thanks, Bob. <laughs> about time blindness? Like dogs? Like when you're out of the house for five minutes <laughs> and the dog thinks you've been gone forever and they only measure time <laughs> yeah. in now or forever from now? Like exactly. That's, well, that's, only that's, two a, that's, a, that's a dog years thing. <laughs> time just is passes it, faster for them. That's exactly what it, what it's like, Aaron. Actually, Dude, if I'm gone for a week or if I'm gone for 15 minutes down to the corner store, my dog reacts exactly the same way. Like I I abandoned him for years, and it's the first, and he's very upset that I was gone. Oh, that's Wait, adorable. I, I, I think um, is this why white chicks love dogs because they can relate to them on a deeper level than <laughs> a real human. So what's time bl- what's time blindness <laughs> according to redditors <laughs> okay here we go all right tiktok here are five signs that you are time blind 
Number one, you are either way too early or way too late to something. The idea of being on time is a completely foreign concept to you. Number two, you wildly underestimate the amount of things you can get done in a short amount of time, but you wildly overestimate the amount of stuff you can get done in a long amount of time. Number three, all of your stories start with the other day. It could have been yesterday. It could have been 14 years ago. Doesn't matter. The other day. Number four, you struggle with emotional object permanence. If you're not feeling it right now, it's hard to tell when you felt it before. And sometimes it just doesn't feel real at all. And number five, if you have a meeting or an appointment at some point later in the day, you have trouble starting things because you don't want to get sucked into them and accidentally miss your appointment. Something you've learned the hard way. If you relate to this, hi, my name is Megan. I'm a mental wellness coach and I can't help you perceive time passing better because people who are time blind simply don't perceive the passage of time the same way that colorblind people don't perceive color. But I can help you find tools to make your life a lot easier. <laughs> That's not none of that was oh, real. They, she just described a person who's irresponsible <laughs> and lacking of discipline. Yeah, exactly. And, and lacks like certain cognitive abilities because they have like a sub 100 IQ. Like it's not that you can't con- if you can't conceptualize if you felt a feeling before except for right now those are the same people that can't understand hypothetical questions those are the, uh, it's the same people yeah it's not time blindness right. it's literally you're too stupid to be able to hold more than the present inside of your head so they're they're kind of going with like it it's like well, you're you're right. They're kind of going with this idea that it's a cognitive ability that they just don't have to perceive time in the in the manner that everyone has. Everyone they else don't, has. but it's because they're so their processor is so fucking shitty and slow. It's that they literally can't think outside of the present. That is all that it is. I, I guarantee you that. So that's what like you no, say. You like the part the where they're thinking about the meeting. They have the meeting later in the day. That's thinking about the future. Nope. She looked at her fucking calendar in the present. That's the only reason she even knows that. Yeah, they they think about something in the future, and it terrifies them so much that they can't get anything done until that event in the future takes place. Or it's like (laughs) them thinking beyond the present makes them, like, completely inconsolable, like, can't do anything. They become, like, a non-person, basically. And I love that she talks about, like, in the past, she can't. If you felt this feeling in the past, you can't remember when, and and you're just like you don't understand. Like you can't just think back to how you used to feel <laughs> until you're currently feeling it again. No, this is just uh, describing the psychology of people who work out either in the morning or the afternoon, and like whether you feel like your day started until you've worked out or something like that. It's just describing that psychology. It's nothing uh, you know, weird. Yeah, well, that's weird. What are you talking about? Your day didn't start till you worked out. Your day starts when you fucking consciously come well, back so your online. Ske- your schedule isn't up. free until you work. Oh, oh, fucking roll out of bed, Aaron over here. No, <laughs> uh, with regards to your schedule being free and uh, you having get, gotten in the right mindset or not having a you know to do list or it, like going to work. Like it's it's like people work shift jobs or second shift versus people who work regular first shift. Um, it's it's that sort of. Uh, your preference between those um, is heavily biased towards whether or not you think like this. No, I don't think so. I don't, I think it. you're talking about just like, I, I honestly, I think afternoon people are just people that need more than eight hours of sleep to function and morning people can function on less than that. And then the, what they're talking about here isn't that I think it's more just, 
the people that don't have the cognitive ability to understand a hypothetical question. So most women and like <laughs> a 20% of men. It's funny how like all of the clips that I have are of like women on TikTok that are presenting this as a thing. They're all time blind. <laughs> yeah. Because they're such good science communicators. Yeah. I, I'm actually surprised that, you know, they're all mostly white that are all talking about this. I was kind of shocked about that. But so hey, that's a separate condition, Bob. <laughs> you know what we need to come come back that needs to come back strong is like we need to develop actually really good IQ tests and just mandatorily make people take them every two years. And then give the real data on that and just see how fucking dumb. Dude, you can't even get people to the dentist every two years. You're not going to get people to take IQ tests. Yeah, but it would be great. If my, if my tooth isn't hurting, why do I have to go to the dentist, Josh? Just to show how <laughs> fucking women are so fucking average to blow average. It's insane. Like, then, so, like, bitches like this talking, you're like, show me your tests. Like, if you could just yeah, if- bring somebody's test scores up every time they start talking, because I guarantee everybody with time blindness has a fucking 95 IQ. On just enough to understand a concept and explain it to you, but so stupid they don't understand they're just too dumb to know what a hypothetical is or to actually think about something in the moment. They can only regurgitate things that they heard. Yeah. This this has to fall in an IQ range. You know what I mean? This is this is not a phenomenon. This is a this is a certain IQ range. No, it's just like colorblindness. Yeah, I, I don't. Like I don't know. I don't know if I can confidently say that, like, the, if these people like were put into a situation that, like, forced them to be self-aware, self-conscious, and like at the top of their game, like throughout a, like a major part of their day for you know multiple days or multiple weeks or something like that. Like, I I think they may have the capacity for it, but it's the fact that they've never ever had to do Used that it. in their life. And they don't yeah. know how to do it. And they're just like completely undisciplined to the point of being retarded. I think that might oh, be yeah. the case. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of that's learned. So I, yeah. I'm imagining I, companies uh, would take all the funds they use for those Gallup engagement tests and for the Deloitte consulting and things like that and put it towards Aaron, Aaron's IQ test idea um, and r- realize that all of these people that they hired are not productive workers at their company. And that's going to be so much more effective at actually improving their company and improving <laughs> engagement than these goofy ass nonsense engagement. Do you have a best friend at work surveys? I would love if I had a, if I had a fucking if I was in charge of some Fortune 500 company. First thing I'd implement is that there's a fucking uh, just a standard IQ test that the, everybody has to take to even get the interview. I don't care what your degree is. If you hit above a certain mark we'll fucking hire you and you have like a three month training process for whatever position it is in the end. And just, I bet that company would run like a fucking like clockwork. I mean, if the two two are so connected IQ and showing up on time, then you could just schedule five interviews, five days in a row, all at different times (laughs) of the day and be like, all right, bitch. Like, (laughs) Like you could weed oh, people out pretty. Oh, you understand? I'm time blind. As soon as somebody says time blind, a buzzer goes off, and she'd be fucking. She gets sucked on a tube like Willy Wonka out of the fucking factory. I was thinking a pie to the face, maybe. 
<laughs> I was thinking Augustus Gloop. She gets pushed into the fucking river and just shot out of fucking one of those like bank tubes. <laughs> yes, yes. Just gone out of the out of the building. Do you do you know if IQ is like a, a Title IX protected class sort of thing? Like, are you allowed to fire someone based on IQ or or hire or admit or whatever? Uh, oh, I'm sure that you could get sued immediately to the ground for the first time blind bitch that fucking didn't get the job. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure uh, police departments have been sued uh, f- by people who were too smart that went through the academy, and they they explicitly said that it's like, oh, you know, you're you're firing on all pistons. I don't think you're qualified to work for this department because like they want retarded people like like being cops basically. Well, because if you're too if they're too smart. They'll either a cause problems because they always think they're too smarter than their boss, which they probably are, but like that doesn't necessarily mean you'll make the right decisions. Right. And you're more likely to be the guy that's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not following that order. That's right against they, they, this code. Like yeah, they want but, people that just follow orders. They want 105 yeah, like military, yeah. IQ like Italian guys. Like that's what the cops want. So I'm pretty perfect. sure. That you can, you have like the full right to hire and fire people based on like based off of their uh, intellectual capabilities. But yeah, we need so, to start doing that before they outlaw it. Aaron brought up a good point because it's like, what what would happen if you saw one of these people bring up time blindness in their interview? Well, a TikToker did just that, and she made a <laughs> video <laughs> about her about experience. how unfair it was that she didn't get the job. <laughs> so Why do you good. assume she didn't get the job? <laughs> So I just got yelled at for asking a very reasonable question. So I'm applying to go somewhere, and I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time? You know. <laughs> and then the person I was with interrupted and acted like I was asking something else. And then when we were done, they actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist. And if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job, you know, provided you're trying your absolute best to be there. And then they're like, your stupid generation wants to destroy the workplace. And yeah, I think that a culture where workers are just cut off because they struggle with being on time when there's other solutions that we can look to. I think that just anybody who thinks it's okay to just treat people like that. Yeah, that culture needs to be dismantled. And then I asked that person, how can you feel good about yourself upholding this kind of system? And then to think I'm entitled. No, if people think it's okay to treat others like this, uh, that's entitlement. How does she think that her shit gets to her, like, to the store? Can you imagine if I told the fucking railroad that I had time blindness so the trains can't be on time or that's, like, fucking racist or whatever? It would be insane. The whole Northeast would be gridlocked. Yeah. The whole point is, the like, most jobs, they all jobs, every job needs you to do shit on time. What are you talking about? I can't even think of a well, scenario. Especially anything like operations based, but it, <laughs> anything you're working with people or yeah, let's. I I swear to God that most of these people are joking. Like, oh, it's so sad because I don't think they are. I think she really believes this, but I think a she lot doesn't of understand them what are a job is. A she doesn't understand that she's supposed to be producing something for a company. Like that's that's what a job is. You take it seriously. It's not. It's not a fucking game. It's not school. And. An ugly bitch like her with a fucking bad haircut is definitely doing, like, some really bottom-tier fucking customer service thing. Like, you have to show up when the fucking, like, store's open. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Like you- That's a... Uh, <laughs> within- I think your eyes are puffy from crying after failing the interview. 
Dude, she That's looks like she, yeah, she looked like she just finished crying too. She like, looks like one of the Willy Wonka characters that I'm talking about. Like they get sucked <laughs> down the fucking Augustus Gloopwit River. I, I don't know if you guys caught it, but she actually did like that real nerdy like when she said culture. You know what I'm talking about? Like the the people have something in their mouth, like oh oh, it's really really cultured or something like that. She, I don't know. She what? seemed like she had like a lot of like weird problems going on. Just beyond the fact that that she's dumb. But if you want to check this out, because I find this fucking hilarious. It's Chaotic Philosopher on TikTok. So if you guys want to look up her content, I, I think I'm going to return to her in a little bit here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oompa, so the, new, the news picked this up. <laughs> what do you do if you are time blind? So they bring this up and the Daily Mail starts contacting fucking like medical professionals to be like, what the fuck is time blindness? And can you back this up? This is like an actual medical thing. And they do claim, uh, yet despite accusations that it's made up, psychologists insist it's real. They claim it's especially common among people with ADHD. Um, the psychologist uh, at a mental health chatbot AI uh, told Mail Online many of the factors associated with ADHD, such as difficulties in working memory and uh, attention regu- uh, uh, regulation, can contribute to a distorted sense of time. So they go on and they actually clarify. They're like, well, it's not actually a medical term. It's something that medical professionals, they use this term to kind of help describe the like what people are going through. It's just like a uh, like common parlance that they're using, so it's not quote unquote like a real medical term, uh, nor is it like a real DSM seven. Here we go. Yeah, but th- they go through the symptoms. Like they actually called like these fucking doctors and stuff like this. So um, sufferers may Get frequently it. Daily Mail is good journalists, like <laughs> right. Sufferers may frequently find themselves running for the bus, failing to meet deadlines, or uh, wrongly thinking a task will take 10 minutes to complete. The uh, phenomenon is not defined as a medical condition, but some doctors use it as a way to talk about the concept of losing track of time. According to the doctor, the common symptoms of time blindness include uh, losing track of time, inability to meet appointments, repeatedly missing deadlines, daydreaming, feeling engrossed in a task or like nothing else matters, being a unable to attend or do anything other th- uh, than the task you're doing over promising on what you can reasonably deliver and feeling stuck in the present and putting things off. I think this, the stuck in the present one is really like a- after Aaron pointed that out, it's catching my eye more. <laughs> and I, I think it might be like an IQ thing. <laughs> so, so mo- a lot of this sounds like just most people in the workforce like say working at a shipyard with a bunch of engineers the level the ability of people to like accurately predict how long it'll take them to do a project or or build something or you know acquire everything um and and whatnot or like to accurately predict that like what they're able to promise like the people are terrible at it, like terrible on, on like multiple factors or, or you look at, right. you know, contracting companies and like construction gigs, uh, you know, other than lying just to, to get a good competitive bid in, they, they don't understand delays and schedules. This just kind of describes like, or a lot of these points, you know, some of the nonsense, no, but a lot of the points just describe like how the professional world works and everyone being terrible at their jobs. 
Well, like yeah. part of the reason that everyone's terrible though, like so like yeah, people always like uh argue uh nature versus nurture. And it's like obviously like a combination of both. But yeah. for like this dumb bitch is time blind, okay? Most of this is nurture. Like I would say your genetics, like you can you have like a certain cap, you know, on what you your abilities are. Like I could never be an NBA player, no matter how much I trained. You know what I mean? Like you have a certain right. cap with your but um every single thing in nature can get wildly different results just based on the environment it's in. Like down to like a head of lettuce to like a catfish. Why do you think why do we think that humans are like absolved from this? Like this this chick has been fucking drinking fluoride since she was a baby on probably 17 different fucking ADHD medications. Like it's the equivalent of throwing a catfish in a fish tank and it can only grow this fucking big. Like, you know, it's as big as a loaf of bread. Whereas if you threw it in the Mississippi where it's supposed to be and can fucking flourish, it gets eight, you know, eight feet fucking long and can swallow a person, you know, like the, the difference is immeasurable. And like, I really think that most people have the equivalent environment of being the catfish in a fucking tiny little fish tank. Yeah, yeah. just because you have a natural disposition to like lose track of time, focus on things slightly more, slightly longer, or whatever, that doesn't turn you into this entitled bitch who thinks a company is supposed to employ her and just to accommodate to her every whim so that she has a good time when she's at work. Yeah, I can show up whenever I want. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like that's insane. <laughs> yes that that is not nerd. That is not nature. There, that, that's but somebody somebody that gets to that point. Yeah, it's just nurture has just done her as many disservices as possible until she's gotten to this like useless shell of a person that's sitting there crying on TikTok about a fake disease that she definitely doesn't have. You know, what I mean? it's crazy. It's crazy watching, but it's like I also feel kind of bad for her because like I know that she's just been like chemically lobotomized since she was a child. <laughs> like she could have a way better situation, but like I feel like she particularly like revels in her inability to to track time and also like the tie to like ADHD saying that like neurodivergent. Right. So like in special and I think they're going with that. I think they're going with like the neurodivergent route because they want to tie it um, to ADHD. And they're like, well, you know, most people with time blindness, they also have ADHD. So it's like not only can they not focus on something, they don't even realize that how long they're not focusing on something and they're just losing track of everything. And it's like, well, OK, so I have this other clip, which I, I th it's sort of related to like the ADHD thing. So let's listen to this. Let's do an ADHD experiment. Close your eyes. Now, with your dominant hand, point to the future. Open your eyes and notice. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I, was, I was thinking about it earlier. So, so um, consider time as a fourth future. dimension. So, so with the, the colorblindness comparison, consider time as a fourth dimension. These people are living in a three-dimensional world. That's that's the thing too. And so, so for like you know a a just physical representation, think if you viewed the world as two-dimensional. Just like if that was your your 
physical experience of the world. That's how these people are living right now. Yeah. They can't point to the future. They can't point uh, into the Z-axis. Therefore, it doesn't exist. They're, they're stuck in, like, ooh, yeah. that one Superman movie where they're stuck in the mirror or whatever. <laughs> like, banging <laughs> on <laughs> Oh my god! So, hold on. Let, let me finish the clip. I like how like it, it, that short circuited Aaron's brain for a second. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, <laughs> I went. I followed along with it. So I closed my eyes, and then she's like, "Now point to the future." And I was just like, "What the fuck? No, I refuse to physically point." I took to down a my Obama posters already. Point in time. What are you talking about? That, that's retarded. I'm not doing that. Like, it just it made me mad. I, I put up my dominant hand, which was my right hand, and I saluted about yep. 45 degrees upwards. <laughs> my palm <laughs> flat down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, so, it, it, does she keep going with that? Is that something stupid? Like, who well, yeah. pointed to themselves? You're oh, the future. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It's okay. pretty bad, but let's play it. Where your hand is pointing. This is an exercise created by ADHD author Tom Hartman, and it's used to demonstrate how people with ADHD have a different experience of time. It is pretty common for neurotypical people to point in front of them in reference to the future, whereas people with ADHD tend not to do this. People with ADHD are very present-oriented, and oftentimes when we have like life narratives, they're very non-linear because our sense of time is really non-linear. And we're not just talking about like time oh. on your watch. like It's hard for us to tell how long 15 minutes is. But also, it can be hard for us to tell if something happened like weeks ago or months ago or years ago, which can contribute to difficulties in so many areas of life, like missed credit card payments, staying connected with friends, and preparing for our future needs. Luckily, there's a lot we can do for this. One of my personal favorites that one of my friends does, she keeps a log of how long it takes her to do everything. So she has realistic time expectations for those simple tasks. Yeah, like Whoa. a normal person would. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> you, you know something else uh, that might be helpful? Um, setting an alarm. You know, not everyone. Not ever. What was that? Setting an alarm. <laughs> yes. No. That. Yeah. It's like uh, setting an alarm, or um, you know, not not everyone may have a, a nice fancy anti iPhone with the reminders app. But you can go to the store, get a get a thing of post its and a pen, and kind of write write down to dos and uh, have a little you know, set an alarm for when you need to do that thing. So I I bring this. Not to mock Josh, but to to point out how good at time management Josh really is. <laughs> By I'm comparison. overcoming my disability. Your timeliness. <laughs> well, like Aaron, I don't think you realize how much I de- identify with every single thing that has been said so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, like. I really don't think I. It's really kind of funny out there saying that ADHD people don't have a concept of time. I think they they've just been using ADHD as that, like the people that aren't smart enough that are living in the third dimension, like you said. They're just they don't live with the concept of time. They react to the now. So it, like, can you imagine trying to maintain focus when you can't even think about what five minutes from now will look like? <laughs> and then you have to like. I know I'm going to remember what they're fucking talking about, be able to mull it over, and I want to fucking kill myself. Can you imagine if you don't even have that, how boring that must be to be? Of course they have ADHD. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Time so blindness. That, okay. That's that was fucking fake and gay. My, my short, fun topic for the day. 
Hope you guys liked it. I, I actually, I did like that we, I can now connect time blindness, and which I didn't know existed, but time blindness and retard. ADHD under the umbrella of dumb. They're just 95 <laughs> IQ dumb people. And also the, the concept of being stuck in the present. Like they kept, like every single article, every video mentioned that. And it's like, holy shit. You, I would guess they don't even have an inner monologue. That's what I would guess. Of course they don't. It's the <laughs> hypothetical, dude, it's the hypothetical question yeah. thing. Yeah. That really is the greatest test of intelligence ever. Just give somebody a fucking <laughs> hypothetical question and see if they answer it or if they're confused by it. Right. The end. You don't have to involve yourself with them anymore if they're confused by the concept <laughs> of a hypothetical. <laughs> the modern Turing test. <laughs> It is, dude. That's the NPC versus the fucking real human test. It's yeah. crazy. It's totally true, though. Dude, you know how all the, the tech companies have their like uh, famous interview questions and, and processes and whatnot. Uh, I'm ima- I'm imagining that one of them has to have like some of these questions or like some some uh, filter weed out system that is based on certain. Just oh, we can tell a person. Uh, is subhuman because of these questions and we're not going to hire them. <laughs> well, that's I, the IQ I, test. I don't want to give them that much credit. Just an IQ <laughs> test. It's just a series of hypotheticals. <laughs> yeah. I, I just can't wait for people to figure it out. <laughs> it's just math and hypotheticals. That's it. That's all the IQ test needs to be. <laughs> I love it. All right, Josh, you want to kick off scientists discover for us? Uh, yeah, it was a quick question. Do you guys want to do uh, space or psychology? Let's do space. I want to hear some science fiction. Yeah, I want to hear some space right now. We've done, we've done too much learning. I want to hear about something that's fucking dumb. You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Uh, <laughs> scientists discover inside the 3D printed box in Texas where humans will prepare for Mars. Bob, can you play the, the clip, the Cleo Abram clip? Four volunteers just went into a year-long isolation to prepare for life on Mars, which means that they'll be living in a 1,700-square-foot, 3D-printed habitat that looks like this. Here's what the inside looks like. I mean, it's nicer than I expected. The goal here for NASA is to gather health and performance data about the stresses that these scientists experience that might be similar to what other people would experience when living on Mars in the future, including isolation and confinement and limited resources and equipment failure. One of the most interesting constraints is the 22-minute communication delay to the outside world, which mimics the time that it would take to send a signal from Mars to Earth, which means that if they need something, it'll take 44 minutes at the earliest to get a response. NASA has already done habitat missions, but never like this for a full year. We're getting closer to a human mission to Mars. And these four... So my my first note off of this, it's like, oh, they, they have to deal with like loneliness and like all these other things. And I'm just like, you could just, yes. you could just fucking find an incel and like... <laughs> And see what that does to yeah, them. Yeah. You know I mean? a, a shame uh, that we only have like the small, you know, incel uh, hikikomori, like the you know, singular cases of this, uh, not like a wider population of what it's like to live inside a small apartment for a year. Um, <laughs> definitely, definitely have no data to pull from in, uh, from outside sources. People do these challenges where they live in a house with a bunch of people and they have the internet and shit. 
and they go insane in 30 days. If these people are actually in there for a year, they're going to lose their fucking minds. Can they quit? Oh, they'll be fine. Or are they I, just going to uh, watch them go insane and the lock keep them locked in there? I mean, they, they have like psychological screenings beforehand, whatever. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll they're see. They're not going to be like, fine. Why, why wouldn't they be fine? Josh, imagine that it was on Mars and you, you get there and you get your 3D printed home. You get in, everything works like a sci-fi movie. It's just day of your, of your oxygen. Hey, whatever you brought with you, that's what you got for the rest of your life. You're going to be recycling your own piss for to drink for the next year. So they got to recycle their own piss and drink their own pee for a year straight. Be confined to your spank bank, for one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you... Uh, oh, there's the... You know, just count of the 21-minute delay, Bob. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, Aaron. I don't think you were watching the same video clip as I was. Uh, this, um, so in in my personal opinion, this doesn't simulate the conditions on Mars. It's a it's a spacious apartment complex slash home um, with just a little bit of red sand in the living room. Right. Uh, it's, it's modern living. I, I think the thing that I saw in there was that there was a workstation with six computer monitors, and then there was like like sofa recliners from like Costco in, in the living room. I was like, what the fuck? It's like yeah. one of those sofas that that's plugged into the wall and has a cup holder on it. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to have that kind of like luxury. You don't think you're going to launch mission. one of those on a rocket, Bob, they can launch a, a dune buggy to the moon. Maybe okay. they can launch a Jeep frame with fucking two lawn chairs on it and a bunch of goofy satellite dishes. They can launch a lazy boy. No, I, I I think the Costco furniture is a little heavy and dense for it. We'll have to go with IKEA. No, yeah. it's just <laughs> Dude, the first thing that happens is they fucking break their Allen wrench and they just <laughs> 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 all of this have to kill themselves. <laughs> how I how I see this happening? You know, back like a thousand years ago when we first invented boats and. Uh, when when someone went to another island, as opposed to taking a whole another expensive boat trip over, they would just catapult uh, supplies over there. That that's what's going to happen here. They're just going to have uh, Tesla or Elon, uh, SpaceX rockets to shoot up yeah the cars. And <laughs> I don't know. Was about that the catapult a historic history. way of shipping, no, or was no, that a I'm Bollywood that's movie? The comparison. What are you talking? That, about? No, no. What is happening. <laughs> that, that is the comparative version of uh, just sh- shooting shit up in a rocket. That's that's. Uh, co- Okay. Yeah, both are fake. Thanks. Good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to give them that one. You just gave them a freebie. <laughs> so glad the Bob soundboard is, the soundboard is broken. Yeah, they're going to lose their fucking minds in that house if they're even in there. Like, do you know what I mean? Not like any of us get to go make sure they're in the fucking Mars house. Or they're gonna pull like a fucking fish tank, and they're they're gonna go insane in like a couple days, and just start staring at the cameras in the corner of the room. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. All right, what else about this enclosure, this prison that they that NASA's built for these scientists? Yeah. So 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 much of it is goofy and unnecessary, but I think I think one thing to point out too is the um the three D printed nature of the habitat. What what about so? As you saw the clip, as you, you see the, the images, what about this needs to be 3D printed? Yeah, I was <laughs> wondering the same thing. I was like, couldn't you just isolate these people? <laughs> a 
also you- with this dude the 3d printed the 3d printed because they keep saying they're going to make 3d printed habitats on the fucking moon and mars that's how they're going to do it so they can just big bring a big fucking thing of of the whatever bullshit concrete they make remember they were going to make concrete out of like pea and potatoes yeah, or blood, blood or whatever <laughs> yeah oh so, yeah no yeah it's the blood and potatoes i think it's like better yeah. than piss concrete <laughs> yeah so they are gonna make they're they're pretending they're gonna make the houses out of this stuff but for one that has to be 100 percent airtight or everyone dies immediately the second that that house opens to the fucking outside correct well you, you can also 3D print the, the con like do a conceptual design and build of, of these 3D printed things, but you don't have to have the people actually live in them, right? You can go and test, like have a guy like fucking hit the wall with the hammer, go build it in some des- like deserted location that's like cheap. But no, they built this habitat in like a warehouse. They set up this giant 3D printer in a warehouse to build this habitat, and it's like you could have just done the stress testing. With the people inside, you didn't have to do that. Well, it's it's also there's there's also uh, with the three D printing, there was a contest associated the uh, NASA's Centennial Challenges three D printed Habitat Challenge, and effectively they just gave out a bunch of prize money for uh, coming up with some CAD models and doing some little little material and scale size demonstrations uh, before they went and three D printed it themselves. But kind of for the, for the three different phases of the contest. Um, they they gave out a total of two million dollars in uh, in prize money to whoever the to hell fam- built friends these and family terrible to friends models. and family yeah, that yeah, built really, these yeah geez. exactly yeah it's, that it's that and uh, these by the way how how do you want to how much you want to bet that a they never three D print a house on the moon or Mars obviously I, you know I think that but they're gonna start trying to act like these are the houses of the future. These are astronaut houses. You should buy one of these. It costs them fucking 500 bucks to print out, and it's going to still charge you half a million dollars for it, and everyone's going to live in their fucking 3D-printed pods. I mean, the, the pre, prefabs are, uh, like, prefab companies are getting bigger. There, there's been a push for, um, like, those foldable houses or whatever. Yeah, th- those are a thing, but they're not made out of bloodcrete. So it's going to cost five hundred dollars for this build kit, and then another like fifteen hundred liters of blood, like typo or something. <laughs> and you'll have to bleed it out yourself, you you sucker. <laughs> I-, I like this one image that they have where it's okay on one one side of this looks like a hallway almost because it's like longer and it's not really a room. But it's like it has like a dome um, ceiling to it that looks like a tarp. Mostly, it looks like a, like a non glass like greenhouse tarp or, or something that's like over oh, the yeah, top. Yeah. Uh, they have like some chamber doors going into like you know some space looking chamber doors going into the facility, and then Is they have a bunch of like to simulate a big bubble over the town that's supposed to be so that they can walk around Mars no problem. Maybe probably. Yeah, I have no idea. And then the other wall, like opposite of like the door, is just like this fucking picture board of like Mars uh, scenery or like 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 a like a cliff face, basically that you would see in like uh, Southwest Dude. America. <laughs> Bob, tell me that this is not just them f- making set design 
so that they can fake Mars videos. Like, look at this. They have a whole Mars stage. I, I think this is what they're going for. Yeah. That's but, the ultimate goal of this. They already started it with this bullshit. I hope history classes teach this as being actually on Mars. After we go to <laughs> Mars, of course, and have actual Mars footage that just doesn't look quite as good as this. So they can... Dude, they can they can keep doing stupid projects like this. We're like, oh, we're gonna have these people live here for a year. Wait, we've got to make it more like Mars, and they just keep perfecting it until they pretend they went to Mars. Yeah, like they already but, are building a Mars stage. That's all this is. This is a big Mars stage. But I, I don't know. We also we also have the rocket technology. So why not just also go to Mars in the process? Well, that's yeah, yeah, because rockets work in a vacuum. Because Theoretically, even though none of us can test that because none of us have a big enough vacuum chamber. That's the problem. You can't even test rocketry in a vacuum chamber because, A, the chamber gets filled up with the fucking exhaust from the rocket, and then the rocket can push off of that. And, B, there's almost no ro there's no chamber big enough or big enough where that it's not already pushing off the walls. So you only have these theoretical things where, oh, the oxidizer, and it's pushing off of that, and you actually don't need a medium to push off of, even though you do... Or anything else and we totally flew a helicopter on mars and it's all the shit that you can't actually test yourself it's just it's fucking insane that, that people think you could just rocket around a medium with no atmosphere it's nuts if if you had see if you see the flight path for the uh the moon the next artemis mission where they fly around the moon but decide not to land on it um it's coming up next year um, you'll see that a lot of it is relying on the gravity between uh, the Earth and the Moon and slingshotting the uh, the rocket. Just to so add dumb. additional context. So, do you think that they'll be like stress testing these people like during the their year in confinement, like in the scenario where it's like, oh my god, the air chamber just broke, and it's like they're putting them through like tasks, like for like emergency tasks. It's like, oh my god, like uh, Bob. I don't even think they're making them fucking stay there, probably. <laughs> they're probably I mean, just building fake. a set for a new, like, reality TV show. <laughs> they're going to do, like, two days of filming, and then just maybe once a week they'll do a check-in segment, and, and that's it. And yeah. they just go home. Like, they're not making them stay there for a year. It's crazy. It's, yeah, I, I think it might be the new reality TV show. No, yeah, they have uh, uh, <clears throat> NASA says it wants to make the experiment as Mars-like as possible, which means not just isolation, but extra manufactured stressors like resource limitation, equipment failure, and heavy workloads. Nice. <laughs> They're literally They're just trying to, to start. You work for NASA, Bob. You're real <laughs> trying to drink your pee. No more water left. Drink your pee. <laughs> Fucking! That's what they're gonna do. That's all they're talking about right now. Is they're just trying to make people drink pee. I, I love that. That's still a meme, and that people haven't realized that it's not a good idea yet. <laughs> Give us your blood. We need to build more walls. <laughs> yeah, they probably have a blood draw station in the fucking habitat. People are passing out from malnutrition, drawing blood, and trying to mix up the the worst concrete ever. You have five minutes, and then we're going to suck all the air out of the room to simulate Mars. I want to see what these people look like coming out of this experiment. I, oh, I, I hope we get four people to make the full year. Um, it says that they can drop out uh, at any point, and they have some alternates uh, on, on hand. But of course I, they could. I they hope... could just kick through that, that tarping. 
God damn it. <laughs> Contractually, they can drop out. But okay. they, uh, <laughs> I, I hope we get uh, at least a couple of them who make it the whole year. And I want to see the the before and after and uh, the, the wonders of what a Mars mission really looks like for uh, the, the adaptable human body. Well, I'm glad to know about this fake Mars mission. Thanks, thanks, guys. Did we have any voicemails? Did we even check? We did not. Nah, we'll check in a couple <laughs> weeks. Fuck it. Well, Sorry, thank team. you guys for listening. I hope you uh, learned about our sweet government and fake Mars missions and how a people with ADHD and time blindness are actually just dumb. Remember to thank your local Blackhawk without a Blackrock representative. <laughs> See you in two weeks. Sounds like a spot ADHD there, Josh. <laughs> don't tell me you don't like my show. Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. You've got mail. What the fuck? Okay.